DJ Playboy. <laughs> What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And you know, I hate to do an episode without my dog, Keith, man. That's my brother. We rock out together. But I am honored, pleased to have a guest back once again, my man from Arizona itself. You know what I'm saying? The hot spot itself, rocking out out there he just came off the release of his ep bro ting you know what i'm saying and bro what it do brother <laughs> i get my own sound effects oh yeah man it was good man good to have you back once again you know what i mean you know what i mean you, we, we don't ask people to come back twice unless they do a good job the first time so you know what i mean definitely that first episode was rocking got good feedback from and got to have you back again brother respect 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 i'm glad to be back man anytime to see you bro anytime to spend some time with you how you been? How's Arizona? It's, it's, it's hot as balls up here, so it got to be hot as hell out there. Mm-hmm. This summer's vicious, bro. Like, I, I haven't really stepped outside too much uh, before 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's real like that out there. Like, you don't you don't leave the crib during the day, right? Like, it's it's that brutal of heat. You can. I'm not, let me tell you the truth. Like, people think Arizona is like, oh, it's so hot. I don't want to leave humid as uh, Boston or New York. Mm-hmm. Like, humidity is way worse than the heat in Arizona. Because because uh, it's a dry heat. Right. Okay. So you can breathe. You can you can survive. You know, I got a head full of locks. So. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's it. Because I went to Vegas. It is a different type of heat. But what, what do you see? You see, like, some crazy-ass, like, animals? Ever? Like, what, what kind of animals you coming across? Just <laughs> snakes? You know, <laughs> snakes a thing? Like, they have, like, jackrabbits that are okay. just, like, regular animals that walk around. They're, like, huge rabbits that'll fuck you up. That's the big uh, ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can curse, right? Of course, man. You can smoke weed <laughs> on if you wanted to. <laughs> Yo, crazy. Is weed legal out there? Yeah, weed recreational. Um, oh, that's dope. That's dope. Same thing in New York. Same thing out yeah, there. Yeah. I, I, actually, you guys became recreational before we did, I think. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was surprising. It, I didn't think it was going to happen. It was, it was a long wait. It was... A while, and it's just like I think the same thing I think now that I thought before. Like it is crazy that an imaginary line stops somebody from being able to do something legally to somebody gonna be locked up for the same exact shit. But it is nonsense. It's, it's stupid, and I think the generation of people that are like not thinking about making money off of it, they they we gotta phase them out because they like even up here when they legalized it, like certain neighborhoods are like, yo, we can open a dispensary here, and people shutting it down left and right. Like we don't want yeah. that. We don't want that. And it's like, who? Who don't want that? Like, these old ass people don't, you know what I mean? They think because they still got the old mentality of it. You know what I mean? They're not realizing. They're dying off. They're dying off. Yeah, yeah. Sad. But yo, and then, and then um, I said it before on this podcast. Like, I, I put my dad on the CBD. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he has um, his knee hurts. He's had knee surgery. And, you know what I mean? He puts it on. And it's like a short term relief, but it's, it's better. And it's not an opioid. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that he'd be going to back and forth and have an addiction to now with something that he, you know what I mean, rubs on whenever he feels the pain. And it's 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 like, yo, and now we, we was holding people back from this for what? For years. For real. If it can help people. I tell my mom all the time, like, yo, let me send you some CBD pills because she has a, I think it's called osteoporosis. Okay. Uh, some shit with her spine. So she's always in pain. And I'm like, look, I'll send you these CBD pills or the balm, you know, so you can rub it on just something to let me help you. So you're not putting a bunch of chemicals inside of you. Yeah. The the opioid shit is stupid, bro. Like it it is. I used to have a different view on it. I guess just being younger and not having enough information on it. But um, you deal with pain, you catch some pain and they they give you this right. Like I, I got a tooth pulled. 
they're giving you like hydros and shit like that. And it's just like I've seen the other side of it. I saw a dude get addicted to something. As, I think hydros is on the light end of it. I don't even think that's on the heavy end of it. You know what I'm that's saying? The side, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've seen a dude get strung out on that. And so it's like you got people that's getting strung out on, on oxy and all that shit, but it's being prescribed so easily. You know what I'm saying? It's being like, yo, here, take this. You know what I mean? Take, you know, here, take that, take that. And then massive amounts of it. <laughs> Not like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like five, they're giving you crazy amounts of it. And it's, so it's causing a black market. It's causing just, and it's these things that people don't realize your body has receptors to this type of shit. You take it, you might not even want to be taking it and your body's going to want you to take it. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's trippy. It's some trippy shit. So, I mean, it, but it, it is helpful though. Like I think they, there's like Narcan. Mm-hmm. Narcan is used. Um, I think it has, it's used to combat people who's addicted to uh, opiates. And okay. Things like that. So now, is it Narcan, but, Narcan's a joint they give you if you touch fentanyl, I think. Like if you're having an old, uh, uh, if you're overdosing. If you're overdosing. Yeah. They hit you with that to bring you back. Narcan. Okay, yeah. So you're familiar. Yeah, it's yeah. a drug too, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So boxing, it's like they take people take that to get off of. I think heroin. I could be wrong, but you get addicted to that. <laughs> you know there's better saying? ways. Yeah, there's yeah, better yeah. ways. There's more natural ways to to resolve those. But it doesn't it doesn't bring in the money to the. To oh, the not at all. That's what yeah. that's what it comes down to, man. Um, but how's how's everything else on your side, man? We um out here. School ended. My so my daughter's finished with school. She's out here in uh, um. Just camp life. So that's what I've been up to, just making sure she get to camp every day. It's Fourth of July weekend out here. So we had uh fireworks. We got some fireworks. And um I've never been a fireworks guy, but we, we did like some more last night. And that show was kind of fun. They're big on fireworks out here. They have like tents in parking lots where you can mm-hmm. go and buy fireworks. Buy them? Yeah. It was illegal out here for the longest. They just started the tent shit up here. Oh, they did? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see, like, you'll just be driving by and you'll see these crazy tents. But I think there's still some type of regulations because I know people that'll travel across state lines to go get them so maybe yeah. there's certain shit they can't sell just because they're you know what i mean New they York are trying to like um get rid of it out here in arizona which is it's what mean, else there's, a lot worse, there's a lot worse things going on <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's what they focus in the energy and well the, remember the pandemic year i don't know how it was out there but out here it was like it sounded like bombs over Baghdad. It was like wherever, like where are they getting all these fireworks? Are they just dropping yes. them off in the hood? <laughs> I, I remember the pandemic year was nuts, bro. When they was just like, I guess that's what everybody's doing too. outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I would look at my phone, like what holiday is it? <laughs> July fifteenth. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> word. <laughs> no, um, but I've been good though, bro. Um, I just dropped my EP, the Brotein EP. Um, I had th- uh, I got booked for three performances sweet, uh, this sweet. month. Okay. So that was cool. Um, I, I just must say, Arizona's not taken to the reggae as I expected them to. I just need to put it in their face more, though. So, is there a big West Indian culture out there? Um, I guess in your parts or just in general? It's not big. It's okay. not big at all. Yeah, I would think ge- ge- geographically, you you know, what I mean that you don't. Th- but then again, Toronto. You know, what I'm saying there's a lot of places that you'd be like, I know a big West Indian following in Maryland. Um, so right. there's certain places where like uh, I, I wouldn't even expect that, but it is there. So um, it's growing. It's is growing. It growing? Okay. They have two popular Jamaican restaurants out here that was put in a news article. So okay, that was good. Rio's jerk spot and uh, island cuisine. So big up yourself. Shout out, shout out. You know what I mean? Um, nah, but you you think about stuff like that. So do you still get jitters before you go on stage? You've been performing how long now? Over two years? Over a year now? I've been performing for about seven years 
Oh, okay. So, so seven Up years. And on, yeah. Okay, but under like, I guess, well, at, at the level you're doing it now, I, I would say maybe about three about four years, years, four years. Four years. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you still get like nervous before you perform? It's funny you say that. It's not nerves, you know. I don't get nerves anymore because I feel like I'm just there to have fun and have a good time. But. The one thing I did notice is because I wasn't consistently performing or working on my performance, mm-hmm. um, it, it, I fell off, bro. Like the breathing and, you know, making sure I'm working the crowd, engagement, things like that. I, mm-hmm. I felt like because I took a break, be- I, I, I wasn't at his own point as I, I used to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, the reason I did ask was because um, I got, I got, I fell into that kind of too myself. I was invited to um, perform with uh, my homegirl, A.O. Niche, you know what I'm saying? She actually helped, big founder of the Perfect Talk podcast, you know what I'm saying? Original member of the Perfect Talk podcast, you know, shout out to A.O. Niche, invited me to DJ with her. And we had done uh, two performances in one day and I was done after that. Like, I was like, I remember the days where you're running around, you would do go from party to party. And I was like, yo, these two, just these two performances had me like down and out. I had to need like a day to recover um and just on top of that it was like i didn't do much i didn't do much before the pandemic and then obviously the pandemic slowed everything down and then i started getting back into it i guess 2021 um just really doing events and and, and parties again and just even just being out and uh, around that that type of atmosphere so it was like kind of getting my my feet back under me again like in the, the way you said like you're not beyonce but you still need that breath control you know what i'm saying you might not be out there moving like like Usher or Diddy, which but it still wears down on you. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're a, a smoker, especially you know what I'm saying. You start realizing why certain people they have that lifestyle that is so healthy because that shit comes in handy at times like that. You know what I mean? It like does it really really does, bro? And bro, I was on stage at my last performance and I felt like I had like a sour patch kid in my mouth. I was just sitting there like because my mouth was so dry. The cotton mouth, yeah, yeah. Smoking before the show and things like that. I need to get better with that. Yeah. And then sometimes we just fool ourselves into like, I, oh, I'll say, I was talking to myself, like I watch movies like um, backstage and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, the show, and you'd be like, all right, cool. Like, I guess you do got to get smoked out and, <laughs> and faded before you perform, not realizing that that they can do that maybe because they've been performing for that much time or they, they've been on that. That's That doesn't affect them, but it'll affect someone like me differently. You know what I'm saying? If, if I haven't been in around that, you know what I'm saying, in a while, or if I haven't exposed myself to that, yeah, you might be out there sounding stupid, <laughs> looking crazy. You know oh, what I'm saying? Or even so, like when you see the big, the majors, the major artists doing that, they're not performing their whole song. You know what I'm saying? Like they have a performance set where most of the time the crowd's singing some of it and there's some you know, ad-libs in this part and on the track. So it allows them to really work the crowd. Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, no, you're right. Hype man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? DJ and all that. Yeah. Yeah, so like, you know? Yeah. So. No, and that comes with time. That comes with, with, with everything. Um, so you, you we, we both mentioned that you had the Broting um EP drop. What were your expectations, I guess, when you made that? And how do you feel like this project has uh met those expectations? Um so I wanted people to to really see me as an artist and my where I came from. So my expectation was to show them the different styles of reggae mm-hmm. that ushered me in. Okay. And for them to hear my influence on those sounds. To see, like, okay, 
you know, his reggae is dope. You know, let me check for him. And it's original. Let me definitely check for him and follow him and see what he's about and see what he's saying. Because I do want people to pay attention to what I'm saying also. Not just and not just bop their head, but honestly, listen not to just bop their head. That's yeah. why I get four different sounds mm-hmm. because it's like one may have you bop your head, the other one is like, let me listen to the lyrics type things, and then you might go back to the other track and listen to the lyrics. Like, oh, he's really talking about something. That's funny you said. I mean, you might, maybe you mentioned that on the last interview because I was I was thinking that myself. Like, no two songs sound the same. It's a four song EP, but mm-hmm. it, you did give them four different styles. You gave them four different. Um, grooves to, to, to rock with and uh i do appreciate that you know what i mean no two songs sound the same on it um how would you now do you think you 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 fulfilled that expectation or do you think um the, is it performing the way you want it to perform are people responding to it the way you want to actually i think i did nice even if nice. it's just one person you know what i'm saying that mm-hmm. gets gets what i'm trying to do like um you seen bagman my music video yeah. So the videographer for that, uh, he's this um, Noah. He's this white dude, knows nothing about reggae. Okay. He heard the Bro Tank EP and he was like, yo, I didn't really think I liked reggae, but this is really, really dope. And I want to shoot one of the videos for one of that, those songs. And it's like, oh, that's like for you to say that instead of me reaching out to you mm-hmm. is, is refreshing. And he was like, yo, every sound is different. He likes every last one of them, but he had his favorite. Okay. So, so I, with that said, let me ask you. You heard it. Uh-huh. What's your which one? Which one do you you think would be your favorite? Okay. Oh, that must have read my mind. See, you know, it's funny. We was talking that we didn't even really prepare before the show, and we and that's the next segment that I actually wanted to take us to is rank the songs. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know, right? It's four songs on this, which makes it really easy. But something that I'm starting to do with my website is, let's say, like, I'll take a classic album and I'll be like, let's say the album had 17 tracks on it. If I had to cut this mm-hmm. down to 10 songs, what 10 songs are making the cut? But um, with this being an EP, what we could do is a top four on this. So what I'm going to say, and it came down to it. I was thinking about it before the show. Top song okay. out of the four. Um, yeah. And it was tough. It was tight between. So one and two, could, you could switch them out. Yeah, you might have caught me on a different day. Maybe switch them out. But number one's Queen. Number one is Queen. Ooh. It's it's emo- it, it it's got an emotional, I guess, you know, like <laughs> pulls at the heartstrings for me. It um got a great sound to it. It definitely shows diversity, uh, which they all do, but it definitely shows um you can take it to a place if you wanted to. You can make a if you can make a whole album of that, you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't nothing gonna stop you. But oh, I think all four styles Ooh. do it. But Queen's number one for me. And I also as a DJ, if we if me and you were like if I was like an A&R, I'd be like, yeah, make that the single, you know what I'm saying? To go with, because I think that people can appreciate it. Um, it, 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 it you know, appreciating women always works, but I think now more than ever with what's going on in this country, uh, with the abortion rights and everything taken away, we do got to respect our queens on another level. So uh, queens number one, mm. number uh, two for me is bounce. Bounce, I like, and bounce could have been number one. Like I was listening to it again and I was like, is bounce gonna take it if I give it a third? But do I got why if I gotta give it a third listen? And I guess Queen got it, you know what I'm saying? But bounce is there. Down bounce is another one. Like I think if I was in the AR room, I could easily see somebody being like, nah, nah, go with bounce is the first single, you know what I'm saying? Because that's lit and I like it like hundred percent. Um after that was snakes snakes find the plane at number three, and then rounding it all was uh root of all. Um but but hundred percent I could see that too. I could see okay. that too. Would you what would, if you had to rank? What would you go with? For me, it would be bounce first. Okay. Um, snakes finally playing. Mm-hmm. 
um, now I'm basing this off of sonically. Okay. So let me just say, uh, I'll go through it first. So, and then queen, and then root of all. Okay. Now, that's just all based on the way it sounds. Now, if content-wise, I would definitely be queen, snakes, bounce, then root of all. Okay, okay. Now, how many songs, now when you originally, I guess we're deciding on this project, how many songs were you working with? Did you cut it down to four? I'm so you didn't I just make four, ten right? Songs. Ten songs. You had to cut it down to your favorite four, or was it the four that fit best together? Or so, so I was working on an album. I was working okay. on a reggae album and uh, called Rude Bro, but okay. I um, I just didn't think my listeners were ready for a, a, a full project yet. Mm, you know okay. what I'm saying? Because I wasn't leaning into the reggae that heavy. I was kind of all over the place with hip hop and reggae. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I need to let them know this is my sound before I go ahead and give them a full LP. 100%. Okay, I get that. I get it. And I respect it, bro. I definitely, I like it a lot, man. Um, That, that Queen one, though, it does it. it <laughs> not a Queen one. Maybe because I'm a father, maybe because, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you got it, yeah. Nah, I get it. I have a Queen at home, so, like, it. that's where it came from. Like, mm-hmm. it's a respect to her and all the other women I've come across. It. Her sister from Barbados messaged me and was like, this is the best song I ever made. Yeah, nah. And and you know what I love about that too? We'll go, we'll touch on that for a second. Is that you show love, um, you show love to your girl on like everything, songs, performances, social media. I, you know what I'm saying? I love that. I I I'm I don't I, I got a different vibe on it. I move a little bit more privately, but and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's just I don't like social media. <laughs> but then I also look at I remember there was a podcast before I got into podcast, and I, it was um brother named et the hip-hop preacher which I, well, I still listen to actually and i listen to his um he preaches too i listen to uh his, his church um he was one of the first dudes that kept like bigging up his girl and he kept like talking about how much he loved his girl it was how he's just all about his girl and it was just like, it was different for me to hear a black man talk like that and not saying that I, I i didn't believe i knew that was a sentiment within the black community it wasn't like you know what i mean it wasn't a shock but i think the publicness of it you know what i'm saying and not being like you know the old ball and chain or my old lady or i gotta go back home you know what i'm saying and not like like now nah, i want to go back home like you know what i'm it's saying more that, appreciation than yeah. like a task <laughs> exactly exactly it made me even think like everyone that had that rhetoric and talks like that like not they you're just friend right they all they're not with people they <clears throat> excuse me they're not with people they dislike but they kind of think that's what you're supposed to be saying right you know what mm. I mean? Like, I remember in college, the grass always seemed greener. Like, you'd be in a relationship and you'd see all your friends that were single be like, yo, they look, they're having fun. And then you'd be the single ones running around <laughs> and you'd wish you was booed up. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. I say, yo, yo can, I, can we go back here on the podcast? Can I tell you? George ass. I was about to say, when I, when I knew you, when I knew you by Clint, you know what I'm saying? I, my man was on the campus not going to school. <laughs> he just lived on the campus. It was. <laughs> yeah, this is some legendary like college shit. He literally went like lived on campus. I, yo, if we wasn't friends, I would hate on you. So I'm like, you don't go here. You know, <laughs> Why you y'all showing him love? Right? You know what happened, right? What's that? Dr. Carr. Remember Dr. Carr? Oh, he peeped you? You see? Yeah, I remember Dr. Carr. Yeah. yeah. Before I was just chilling on campus, he, I had, uh, I, who cares? I'm not ashamed. I lost my scholarship. Yeah. And he was like, he got to go. And, um, the board members didn't want me to go. So I took that part to the head. It was like, oh, the board is on my side? 
Mm-hmm. Going nowhere. <laughs> I got the board. <laughs> Motherfucking chairman of the board out this bitch. <laughs> Two day booty, my ass. So no, no you, but you did it. You did it. You did your thing for a while, man. It was some classic shit. But I say all that to say, like, um, at being at a different point in my life and just uh respecting the queens, you know what I'm saying? That 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 song definitely rocks me. That bounce goes tough, though. I like that too, as a as a DJ. Um, and um just go out there and support support the project, you know what I'm saying? Um, go check that out. Um, let's see what's going on in the news, man. Speaking of just Queens, man, I want to talk about um Katanji Jackson Brown uh being sworn in to the Supreme Court. Um, uh, shout out to that, man. Shout out to that, man. Like first black woman being sworn in just from where we came as a people in this country. I don't like that they try to do it on the week after they done did mad fuck shit so that people was like, fuck the Supreme Court. Nobody cares about it. But I still was like, I got to take time out and respect um, what it is. Just just her being sworn in and just that, that being a beautiful thing. How, how does that make you? I mean, I know I spoke about it before in this podcast when we found out she was going to get the nomination, but um, and be and then eventually you get the seat. Um, but just how, what were your views on just seeing it because um something i noticed when obama was in office that how important it was for me to see black role models even as an adult you know what i'm saying like um how positive that was in my life um it's it's refreshing you know i like i like the way things are happening now there's a lot more people that i can relate to in positions that i've never seen before Mm -hmm. but um I'm done with politics, bro. Yeah, you got no faith in like, the Supreme Court. The camera that broke the back, the, whatever the, sure. I don't know what saying. It's somebody sure. broke, broke the camera's back. Back, <laughs> <laughs> back That Roe Wade, Ro Wade thing really was like, what? Like, I did not understand why they was putting energy towards that. Why do you think they care? Why do you think they care if a woman wants to have an abortion? I don't know, bro. Like, it, it, honestly, it, it doesn't really me, make right? sense yeah. to me because they're trying to um, manage the population uh-huh. and like just things like that. But then you're having an issue with abortion just for that side of it. On the other side of thing, why would you want why? Why is it OK and acceptable today to take away rights from people that they've had for over 50 years? Yeah, bro. And, and that's the thing for me, like politics, I don't really get into it too much because there's always some fuck shit. Mm-hmm. Always. Even when my man Barack was up in there, there was some fuck shit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like. I'm over it, bro. Like big up to all my anybody who gets an opportunity to step into those roles to make true change. But until I see those changes. Them could go suck them mother. <laughs> I um I got faith in it, right? Because I, I see people that we actually went to school with getting involved in politics. And I mm. think it's they're going to die out, right? The old people are going to die out. The thing with politics is that you, people get to hold these seats for life till they die. You know what I'm saying? And it's, that is the thing. Like, you, what year were you born in, fam? Like, your view of the world is not the world now. You know what I'm saying? What was accepted then definitely is, 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 is there's more shit that's accepted now. You know what I'm saying? So your views on the world are outdated, but you're making decisions for these people that have to live in that. And I still have faith in politics, right? Like I ain't gonna hold you. I voted. It was vote. It was election day in New York. I, I went and voted. I was, I had an appointment and then I'm driving on the way back and I see my polling center and I was like, Oh shit, it's election day. Let me just go up in there and vote it. And I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 
some of the people I don't even know who the fuck, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was like, I want to have a voice. And it comes out of something stupid as they paved this. They literally right before the election, they, they paved the streets leading to the polling place. But they knew what they was doing. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? But I drive around. I live in this connected upstate New York. There's a lot of streets not paved. So there's something right. There's, I feel like there's power in that voice. They wouldn't have done it there. If there wasn't, if they didn't care about the the, you know what I'm saying? There was that was there was a move, there was a reason they did it at that point in time. Now, whether they think there's some type of value to those voices, maybe there's swing voters, there's people that vote both ways in that neighborhood or whatever the case they may be. I'm gonna keep that voice. You know what I'm saying? I want that, that's power in some way, shape, or form. So um for me, it's like I wanna have that I wanna have a voice. <laughs> I want people to hear us, you know what I mean? Like I want. Do you think it actually gives you a voice? I feel like this platform gives you more of a voice than voting. Yeah, and that's why I do both. That's why, and, and you're right, 100%. And way more of a voice voice. Like, I actually get to say what I want to say as opposed to my opinion on somebody else's shit. Yeah. But um, walking into a ballot, like, walking into voting, I'm sorry, I know you're going to jump into the next thing, but, like, voting, no, no, even time. voting, because I voted in the last presidential election, but mm-hmm. I, it doesn't, I don't feel my voice being heard you know what i'm saying you're giving me these options not giving me enough information to make a a solid decision between these two politicians it's always it's always a bunch of flair and gimmicks and them either bumping heads going at it or mm-hmm. just a bunch of nonsense and you don't get any real information you get misled into believing that certain things are going to happen if you make a, a a decision on vote and step out but then you don't get nothing or you just end up setting yourself up for failure for something worse, like Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. No, uh, you know I have, no, no, and I agree. I don't have an argument for why politics is good. Like I really don't oh. <laughs> like, I agree with you hundred percent. I think, I think it's a function. It's just, that's the system. So what I choose to do is I have a podcast where I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to bring people on and let them express how they feel. But I'm also not going to just shirk the system that does exist because I know that whether it be maybe 5% of power or 15% of power, there is some percentage of power that there is in expressing your voice and what that is. Now, it's on us as a people to be like, hey, guess what? You want this? Give us that. Right. You want my vote? I'm going to have to see some action. That's on us as a people to like demand and not, you know what I'm saying? give people our our support until we see some action. That's what we've done too. like. I don't I don't claim Democrat. I don't claim Republican. I'm I'm Same. I'm a voter. Like, don't put like they said that to me when I was they, the lady said that, like, oh, said my name, Democrat. No, nah, I don't. No, nah, don't call me that. Like, what have they done for my allegiance? Like, no, nah, you don't get I that. Either one of them. I just <laughs> Exactly. Like- yeah. So I'm not claiming you or, or, or none of that. And I don't like prove yourself. And that's on us as a people to like, all right, make your demand. And I know how it is. There's a reason I do a podcast because there's power in the following. Such If I get enough people to listen to what the, what I'm doing, somebody's going to want to be heard on my podcast. Somebody's going to want to You can actually opinion. make change, like real change. Bro. Exactly. Like, and unfortunately, it comes down to numbers and advertising and what they what you really can do with that. But if you do reach that point, they like Charlemagne the guy. Could you ever imagine him interviewing a presidential candidate? You know what I'm saying? Oh. And, and, and he, he interviewed the current president. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And actually got the current president to say something stupid while interviewing him. So it's like, you know what I mean? But it just shows where his growth, like how he went from sniffing 
uh, video girls' seats after they got up from an interview to <laughs> he's interviewing you know politicians because there's power. I mean, he's in still that probably place. that creepy too, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but he knows when to turn it on and off. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So shout out, you know what I mean. But right, that's really what right. it comes down to. That I, unfortunately, I think it's all power. I think it's all a megaphone, right? That's, you want to get the biggest megaphone you got because there is power in that, and there's some power in maybe. I mean, it's a small megaphone in voting. I think it might be even more in politics. I think you said it maybe last time we were on here. Joe Rogan could probably um he has he's probably has too much power to the point where he could probably uh he can swing a, a lot campaign. of those decisions. he could swing a yeah. campaign, yeah. That's why he doesn't get involved in it because then both sides want him to both sides, you know, smear him when they think he can do something against them because they know what it is. They they want one they don't want one man to have that type of power, but so it comes down to it, like there's you have more power than some people because you make music. So not only will people People will listen to your opinion because they like your music. You know what I'm saying? If you was the crazy man talking on the bus, they'd be like, ah, get out of here. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like after a show, you just drop some shit and you start dropping some knowledge on it. They're like, hey, maybe give him a second to listen to what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? So True. there's power and there's, there's a lot of power in entertainment, unfortunately. And and we probably give them too much, but it's about the people that know how to use it actually getting getting that power. You know what I mean? Real talk. Real talk. Um, let me see. That's good I like it. No, no, no. Definitely, definitely, man. Did you see the... um? Video with Rudy Giuliani getting uh he got patted on the back um as a dude walked by him and it's like a it's a security uh video footage so Rudy Giuliani is basically getting patted on the back let me see if I can send it to you matter of fact I might uh be able to text it to you if I can find it um Rudy Giuliani's getting patted on the back and he actually um got homeboy arrested um for patting him on the back but right there's no audio so you can't really tell what's happening right so you watch the video. Hold on, you got your phone on you? Yeah, I'm just grabbing it right there. Let me send you this. <laughs> My man Rudy Giuliani. Now that's power. <laughs> <laughs> My man Rudy Giuliani. So basically, I'll explain to you while, while I send it to you. Um, okay. So basically, he's at a supermarket. He said he had came out the bathroom. He got a couple people had walked up to him saying, what's up? And then they... um. As he's talking to them, some dude walks behind him, pats him on the back and says um, something to him. But he pats him kind of hard. <laughs> like you'll see in the video. I couldn't really make it out at first because you can't hear it. But he pats him kind of hard. Like, check it out. Check your phone out in a second. I just sent you a YouTube video of it. Um, and let me see what part you got. to. You probably got to fast forward a little bit to see it. Let me see. I'm just putting my jack on now. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah, so, though. Yeah, if you go like to the one minute mark, you'll see them talking about it, and you actually can see it. It's like a a picture of the the pack. Okay. But basically, the dude passed him kind of hard on the back. Like Rudy right. Giuliani's seventy nine years old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I think he started cursing at him. But you can't make all that out when you see the video. So I literally was watching a podcast this week where people went from calling Rudy Giuliani a pussy and this and that <laughs> to being like. Nah, nah, you know, he might have a point there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just you're an artist, you know what I'm saying? You're you're like available to the people like that. You know what I'm saying? I kind of got to give a little respect to Rudy Giuliani on here for pressing charges and, and using his power. Like, they don't touch me. Like, whatever you feel, you know what I'm saying, about me, don't touch me. But you can yell what you want. You can do that. Don't slap me on the back. Like, now you're taking it to another. Some of my favorite artists do that shit. Remember Jay <laughs> did that? Uh, Jay-Z did that. Like, some yeah. dude was in his face trying to, like, give him a hug or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, girl. like some people just enjoy, like their personal space and if if it I'm, I didn't get a chance to look at it I'm about to look at it right now but if it was as aggressive as it 
as you mentioned, or how look, he's an old man. It's, <laughs> it's like you yeah, might just feel threatened, like feeling that type of tension and pressure on his body. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm being attacked right now. <laughs> like, so, so yo, let's do this. Check out the video, and um, we're gonna just take a quick break and come right back, and then we gonna we'll just continue to talk about it from there. All right, cool. All right, do that right there. All right, we'll be right back here on the Perfect Talk podcast, man. Stay tuned. Yeah, man. What's good, Josh? Your man DJ Playboy in the building. Yours truly, DJ Show. We here with Money Talks Radio. And in case you don't know what that is, I'm gonna let you know, man. That is two hours commercial-free, clean music, man. Play around your kids, play around your boss. You know how it's going down because it's nothing but good music from your man Playboy Show. Money Talks. Hour one. Go hit y'all with a little bit of programming. Tell y'all what's going on in the world's current events as well as all the hot songs going on. And hour two, what we got for them, show? Oh my God, we take it all the way up, man. Nothing but straight vibes. No stopping. Nothing, man. You want to take it to the club? You want to take it to the party? You want to take it to the function? We got you, man. An hour with that Money Talks mix. Yup, yup. Find us on SoundCloud. Find us on iHeartRadio. Find us on Google Podcasts. Of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. They got everything up on there, man. And uh, leave a rating, leave a review. But, but what should they search when they looking for us too, show? When you search for us, you gotta search Money Talks Radio and then parentheses WMTE Worldwide. Money Talks, baby. And yeah, yeah, we back here at Perfect Talk Podcast. Your man DJ Playboy in the building with Ambro. Um, and right before we left, we was talking about a little Rudy Giuliani joints. So let me see. If I could uh, share the screen and show that to you, give me one second. Oh, hey, I forgot what I'm doing. Yeah, they got to get more perspective than that because if it's a black dude, you see it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did it quick too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he started cursing at him. Like, you see how he's walking around? Like, he started cursing at him, he said something crazy to him, and then <laughs> walks off. So, yeah, that's you got to get more of a perspective. And you know what? I feel like I learned from this mistake. You can't jump to conclusions. And I learned that from like the Will and uh, Chris Rock situation. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you, you, you can't automatically jump to conclusions. You got to get all sides of the stories. You got to get a, a better perspective because it's like, that's just movement. That's just a video. Like, yeah. it, no sound. Like, no He'd be like, man, thanks a lot for locking up all my homies. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think that's what he did. I think he said something like, great job, smack the shit out of him. Which And then Rudy Giuliani, said, he's like 78 years old or something crazy like that. Um, but then he said he started cursing at him as he's walking off. So he started saying some crazy shit. But I, I don't, yo, press charges, don't, don't touch me. Say what you want to say. Don't Honestly. spit on me. Don't touch me. You don't do none of that. Nothing should touch my my body. After that, at that point, like everybody, whatever they feel about Chris Rock, shout out, respect to Chris Rock for not telling on the cops. Whatever, whatever the case may be, nah, nigga, you ain't got to pat me on the back. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, and that's his personal space. So honestly, yeah. he could have pressed charges on that girl that was touching it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, you know what? Everybody, so I think it was um, Charlemagne said some funny shit. Charlemagne was like, "Yo, they planted some shit on you, Rudy." First he slapped <laughs> it, then she made sure it stayed on. <laughs> yeah, word, right? She got like Yo. a kick me sticker under her hand and shit. Wait till she moves. <laughs> Yo, so let's get back to the music though, real quick, man. Before we get into any other topic, show, bro. When did you like? I get <laughs> this is the black sugar question, right? Like, when did you fall in love with hip hop? When did you? When did you like really like? Oh, fuck with music. Like, this is my. This is for me. Hip hop, reggae, um, whatever genre. I guess I guess touch you the the first or, or the most. You know what I'm saying? Like, when did when when was that point? If you remember, 
the most inf- what really got me into music <laughs> like i always was into hip-hop but i think it was a uh, elephant man okay because i was into dancing you remember when, we, when i was in school i was like at the fashion show dancing doing all type of reggae dancing things so i um I enjoyed music in that aspect. I love to dance. I, I just really, really love to dance. But then I started to listen to more like Pac and Biggie and uh, like Vibes Cartel and like more lyrical stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it just connected with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it just made me look for more music that gave me that feeling. Mm. And it, it didn't just stop at hip hop and reggae. It was like, I listened to Linkin Park. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I listened to, <laughs> I listened to Kid Rock. I listened to all these other artists that had a story to tell and just weren't for the shits. They were very rebellious, pretty mm-hmm. much. Oh, okay. Is that, is that the music that speaks to you? The rebel music speaks to I think you? Yeah, I think it's the rebellious, the rebelliousness about it. Like, I know this doesn't connect with me, but I don't want to go against the grain. You know, as a regular person, I was on at that level. So when I see people talk about things that I think about, mm. it's like, oh, okay, it's okay to express these thoughts. It's okay to express these emotions. And Fuck the consequences. Whatever comes with it, come with it. You know what I mean? I get the consequences because you're not doing anything wrong. It's mm. part the truth. Now I respect that. That's that's. That's where I'm at with it, too. Like, in terms of, like, music, I'm trying to think, when did I really... I remember just being young, and I used to go to the dentist's office, and I used to, like... I don't know what I was rapping, but I must have memorized some type of rap at some point at that age, and they used to be so impressed that, like, by the time I was a teenager, I used to be like, I remember you coming here all the time and just be rapping. <laughs> and I so whatever, at a young age, I realized that there's power in rap. Like, something about just being able to rap and memorize and make words rhyme impresses people. Everyone can't do it. And people get impressed. And then maybe that's why I went towards DJing because I was always impressed by like, I walk in a place, I'll see the turntables. Like he's doing it with his hands, all that shit. Like, I'm like, there's something impressive about that. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I was like, I want to be the, the one or two people in the room that can do that. And everyone else is looking at like, oh, how you do that? How you, do? you know what I mean? So I, I think I, I was always appealed. That, that gave me a way to stand out. Um, well, you said you like how they were able to cr- control the crowd. You like that crowd. That- I do. And that they were different than the crowd, if that makes sense. They weren't part of the crowd. Like they had their own place to stand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they had their own place. Like they would face the you're facing them. You got to look at them as if they're the like show. You like, were the performer. Yeah, like. exactly. And I think DJing gave me that without having to know how to dance, which I couldn't do, or or, <laughs> or, or just be the best rapper or whatever. I just felt like, yeah, it gave me a way. I doing a few little you know what I mean? You know, my little chicken hat. I used to be able to <laughs> do that back in the nah, day. You know what I mean? Okay, um, so I want to get to another segment, man. Like, this is something that we do on my radio show. Um, shout out to the Money Talks radio show. Shout out my man DJ show. Um, Rocket with you. We're coming back real soon. Um, it's called This or That. And this is basically where we, on, 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 on I'm sorry, excuse me, Money Talks radio, we face two artists against each other. And we'd actually be like, yo, you'd hear this song versus that song and they'd be like of a similar we'd find some type of connection between the two they'd be maybe similar artists similar type of music similar sample whatever the case may be um but here we gonna just do like i'm gonna just throw two artists at you and you tell me which one i guess resonated with you more and why um so first up in this or that we got tupac biggie 
Oh. Starting, starting off the top. <laughs> uh, I would have to say Pac. Pac? Yeah. Is that the rebellious aspect or? Um, as a kid, he entertained me more. Mm. If, 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 because he was doing movies, so Pac was always in my face. Mm. Aside from like his music, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. music was dope, but it was like, man, he's amazing. He's a rapper, and you know we see a bunch of rappers, but like, yo, he's a movie star now. Gridlock. And yep, about the rim. I thought about that. Uh, that's funny you bring that up because I thought about that this week, and I was like, you know how famous Tupac was? That everybody knew him before the internet. Like yeah. he didn't have social media. He didn't have the power that like my parents knew who he was. They didn't think much of him, but they knew his name. You know what I'm saying? And to be that level of famous where you're multi-generational famous at that point in time. Now, granted, there was only about 25 channels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if you was able to get on enough of them, you're going to be a certain level of fame. But to, for Tupac to be that famous. That. He exceeded that because he went to cinema. So yeah, yeah he's worldwide. You go to yeah. the movie, you know. Worldwide. Like, it was it was uh, across right. cultures, across everything. So uh so you choose Tupac for that. Shout out to that. Um Beanie Man Bounty Killer. This is oh, it. <laughs> uh I would have to say Beanie. Mm. Beanie has influenced me more musically. And even when I was just dancing, it was a lot of Beanie Man music. So okay. it was like he, he was very creative in his reggae music. You know, he didn't stick to traditional type of reggae, and that's what I appreciated. So, I I yeah, I think if I had to uh, jump in there, um, they were both pretty big influencers. But yeah, Beanie Man's music, I just it was I heard it more. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it crossed over to actually getting played on radio, um, commercial radio. You know what I'm saying? And things like that. Um. Maybe that's what it is. It's the same thing. He was just in my face more, you know, mm, in my yeah. air more. So yeah, because it's if you reach that certain level, right? If you can cross that, but without being corny, right? You didn't cross over. Right. You didn't make music for the other crowd. You're still doing what you've always done. Yeah, and then you 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 get respect for that. You didn't change up what you want to do. All right. Mm. Uh, next one in this or that. I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna switch it up. Okay. Thor or Captain America? Thor. Thor. I didn't start like like in Captain until like Civil War. So <laughs> you spoke with Thor before. <laughs> so he got that? the beard. So he got the beard. So. <laughs> <laughs> and but I was always into Thor. You know what I'm saying? Like even in the comic books, like I was big on comics, and he was just a massive powerhouse. Yeah, he always seemed like one of the most powerful superheroes. I go from like back in the comic book days, Captain America wasn't corny, but he wasn't dope either. Though he was man, you know, he was Marvel saying? Superman. <laughs> yeah in a way but i felt like like yeah yeah i guess so but the movies took it to another level mm. you know what i'm saying the movies definitely yeah. took it to like yeah like and, and then even iron man too i think iron man was pretty big but i think the the, the movies definitely took it there but all right we're going with throw that mm. all right um cardi b Nicki minaj this or that oh jeez i love both those artists and I want to say that for the other other ones too. The I love them both, but mm-hmm. I just love Cardi, man. She's just so funny, bro. Like she's just such a wild personality. Uh, musically, uh, I would have to say Cardi also. Okay, 
Cardi's yeah. a dope, dope um, artist. And that's no disrespect to the other one. You can only pick it's one. It's no disrespect to I hate that we do that. Like, it's, we're not hating on nobody. It's no disrespect. That's what I'm saying. I love both the artists. And honestly, it's probably like by a hair that Cardi is winning because I just love, uh, I, I love Nikki's Island vibe. You know what I'm saying? True. And, true. <laughs> Uh, next one. Take it back. Mm. Wu Tang, NWA, this or that. Wu Tang, all that. I, okay. I didn't even have to think about that. Like <laughs> I love NWA, but Wu Tang, they just they brought so they brought the, the the storytelling of New York. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm from New York, and I can relate to the experiences and the stories that they were sharing. So. Easy, you know, easy, cube, and uh, yeah, I was gonna I say, wasn't it might out be. Here hit, I wasn't out here hitting bitches, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I, I just wasn't my life. I was gonna say, it might be an east coast thing. Um, shit, what else? Tight on time, let me see what else. Oh, all right, hard one, hard one. Beyonce, Rihanna, this or that? It's not hard for me, like, I Rihanna, hands down. Like, mm. Okay. <laughs> There's a certain special connection to Caribbean vibe. You know, I see you know? that. I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Beyonce is dope. I didn't, I wasn't into Beyonce at all until recently because she's, you can hear more of the, uh, the Jay-Z influence. Mm. You think she, he's upgraded? <laughs> yeah. And it's not like it influenced to say that, hey, do this, do that. It's, hey, be yourself. Mm. And you can hear that she's being herself more in her music, having fun, trying to rap, but rapping yeah. <laughs> Not to rap, and things like that. So, okay. Um, Riri all day. Hard one here. Let's take away the, all the bullshit, right? If you could, you know what I mean? Let's say the guy didn't, didn't do what he did. Oh, you about to release. <laughs> R. Kelly, Usher. Just music, not life, not nothing. R. Kelly, Usher, this or that? Damn, they're both pretty gross. Um, <laughs> uh, but I would have to... Damn, that's a hard one. Can I just say why it's a hard one? Yeah, I, well, I think a, I know, but go ahead. Yeah, tell him. R. Kelly's a freaking genius. And all his music, no matter what he did, flawless. Mm. Well, Usher's Haitian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is like, true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. So, you know, I always got to show love to my people, even if they didn't win. Like, they <laughs> still win for me. But, no, over, um, if I had to pick a two, I would have to pick Arkelly. Arkelly, yeah. Arkelly, I mean, Arkelly, me. Usher's a great performer. I haven't seen Usher great. before. I seen Arkelly perform. I, I mean, it was later in his career, but it wasn't. The best, but it was he also was the headliner. So I mean, he was doing enough to be the headliner. But um, the fact that you could dance, I think that takes it to a whole another level in terms of just that performance. But the songwriting ability of R. Kelly is through the roof. Um, yeah. it's, it's that's a hard one. But he got thirty years. Um, I know. Sentence. What did you like? What do you think? Um, there, you know, I have no thoughts whatsoever about that, bro. Because like they dragged it out this long. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so if you didn't have enough evidence to take care of it back then, I don't I, like I, I'm just disconnected. I don't even check for him anymore. So no, no, and I don't I don't either. I don't play his music, I don't do anything like that. Um, but yeah, no, this 
I, I think you got what you deserve. I, I, you know, shit is disgusting. I got nothing to say. I like, you know, what I mean, I, I, I have no problem telling the men a musical genius, but that doesn't excuse you. So gross. Tag, yeah, tag any type of way in life. So definitely, um, it's um, funny you know you didn't mention any of Usher's discretions. And I, his I mean, but also I, I don't hits, even. You know? The re- I wouldn't be talking about R. Kelly's discussions. They weren't illegal either. You know what I'm saying? I like if it's, it's a different like I don't I don't really they're human beings. As, as I get older, I'm starting to realize that with people that we put on these statuses, they're human beings. And a lot of them are corny human beings that just they have a talent and they focus on their talent and they, they got them to where they at. Um, but I don't really like to get into all that. I'm a DJ. So maybe that gives me a cover where I could be like, I just want to focus on the music. Um, but once you start doing illegal shit and, and in the case of R. Kelly, I guess a lot of people did look the other way. Um, yeah, that's that. That's, if you just look yeah. at the music, then, and I can understand that. I would hope somebody, like, if I do something wrong, they could, you know, have their opinion on that and this music separately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, because it don't. They are yeah. It's like a football player getting in trouble. Like you might have been on the field. That don't give him an excuse to hit his wife or do something stupid. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day. I don't give a fuck about what he's doing, but if it makes the news, yeah, it's gonna pop up on Perfect Talk podcast. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's how I kind of treat treat everybody out there. You know what I mean? Content, hundred <laughs> percent, man. Um, we almost out of here, Aaron, bro. Um, I just got one last question for you. Um, oh wait, actually, no. Uh, before we do leave, I want to give our prayers out to Little TJ who actually got shot. Um, early this week, and Shaka Zulu, um, Ludacris's manager, got shot also. So definitely, just want to send prayers out to them because it is sad that people still in hip hop are getting shot. But that's just the reality of this country. People are getting shot. There's a lot of guns out there, and and it's not just hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's in y'all communities. It's everywhere. So we do need to stop the violence. Um, but before we get out of here, man, let my people know where they can find you at. Yo, people, you can check me on IG at Ambro IG. You can find me on all musical f- platforms as Ambro. That's A M space B R O because I am bro. <laughs> I love that, man. Um, your people can find me on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P L I C C A P E E Z Y. Also, follow Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, check out every episode at www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, you can find every uh, episode of uh the night shift and my radio show money talks radio on perfect talk podcast as well um every episode of po- uh, perfect talk podcast is available on apple podcast google podcast soundcloud iheart radio spotify uh so go make sure you leave a rating uh like it review it let us know what you think um i'm just gonna keep doing what we do man and bro i like to ask every episode man um what are you watching nowadays you put me on a dope tv show last time you was on here um what are you watching nowadays or, or listening to or reading whatever you want to what do you consume in entertainment wise? Um, I've been working a lot, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, bro. It's hard to really consume shit, right? I don't watch a lot of TV because I'm always editing. I'm always making content. Um, but what oh. I'm starting to do now is like use the uh, I, I got Amazon Prime, and it's like you get the Prime TV package with it or whatever. Um, ah, I do. I have something. Okay, okay. Thank you for mentioning that. Now I'll go. I started just watching like like movies with people that I know but I never heard of <laughs> you know what I'm saying and you're like yo you right. might be a good like just trying like kind of b-rated movies a little bit because I, I they are there you know what I'm saying they for free but what you what you fucking with I have been checking out movies with like like my favorite actors and things like that 
but I've been watching the new season of The Boys. Oh, okay. And that's available on Amazon Prime. Yep. I had great things about that, right? It's a great show. It's a, um, it's a big graphic. So, you know, if, if you don't like the graphic stuff, then don't, don't mess with <laughs> it. But it's, it's very entertaining. It makes, it, it gives a really cool spin on superheroes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know if you, have you watched any yet? No, I've heard about it. I've been watching myself, but I heard it kind of like shows you the other side of what it's like. If it was a reality, you know what I'm saying? Like we paid these superheroes and it's like, like they're always uh, doing good all the time, but it humanizes them, so to speak. Right, right. Yeah. But then, but then really not doing good. They're like the worst people in the world. Let me just give you a quick <laughs> scene. The first episode is think of like Flash. Yeah. Right. Running around town, zipping around. No concern for nobody else, but technically he's a hero. So he's saving people. So the character who's based off of that is running from somewhere and this guy's talking to his fiance or somebody he's going to propose to and she steps off the sidewalk and oh i heard about that her. yeah like she explodes or some shit right it explodes and, <laughs> so it's like graphic like that it's like yeah. messy like that so it's really entertaining i think everybody should watch it okay make sure you go check out uh the boys on um, amazon prime make sure you check out ambrose project uh bro ting available uh everywhere Stream, all your streaming platforms and uh before we get out of here we're gonna hit them with a special treat right bro um hit them with a new yeah. joint a new banger um i'm gonna let you introduce it i'm gonna step to the side let you do the dj ambro thing <laughs> hey all right yo check it so this is a new tune called you could be great this is just something to inspire everybody who you know who experience people just tell them that they can't do it but you, you can do anything you want so you know the they're not there where, where you're struggling so they're not gonna be there when you win. Be great. So this you could this is you could be great with me, Sean, and Kang from IDBC Studios. Yeah, check it. Yo, perfect talk podcast. We up out of here, man. Say goodbye to the people, bro. Yo, have a good night. Everybody stay blessed. Good vibrations.
my foster days And I came out okay Stopped all the games I played Just to build my pay Made a choice to stay Now I'm on my way To the land of the graves Trying to pave the way If you knew what you can do If you Melody. Ooh. 